getting dicey. <laughs> Where I want to start at this point before we get going is, um, Shannon, moving to level 10, uh, you, we, we chatted outside of the session about some new spells and stuff that you're going to uh, prepare or learn. Yes. Yep. D- did you go through with learning those spells? Yes, I did. Well, just was it just one spell? I, I'm not sure. I, I don't know if it was. We only talked about one, but I wasn't sure if it was yeah, like one. Yeah, there was one that I was wondering if it was worth Mm. getting because normally i would just get it but we're in barovia mm. and it's a special isolated place right. the spell is teleportation circle cool and what that gives you is by just by learning it you learn two uh, uh two sequences of sigils right is that uh let's have a quick look here when you first gain the ability to cast the spell you learn the sigil sequences for two destinations on the material plane determined by me um, so you've learnt two sigil uh, sequences. I'm not going to tell you where they are. I, I know where they are. It wouldn't make sense for you to know exactly where they are. You just learn the sequences. You're like, oh, the certain sequence of sigils will complete a teleport. It'll match that sequence on a circle somewhere. So you've learnt two. I have them placed. Should you want to use the uh, teleportation spell at any point, you've got two sequences that you can you can test out basically okay um, but but having heard um esmeralda talk about a magic circle you've obviously instantly been your interest has been piqued mm. um and i'd say definitely that, that there's probably a part of uh the baron that is quickly or a- anticipating to see if the the sequence of the teleport or of that magic circle if it is a teleportation circle matches up or not so that's that's kind of a bit of a, an update. What you would have learned maybe last week, um, if uh, last time if, if you were here. Um, the second thing is that um, you've noticed uh, in your in your pocket. You've just sort of been um, watching the events of this play out, and you've felt uh, something in one of your pockets, and you pull it out, and it's just this dried old finger. Um, and in my pocket, in your pocket, just this dried, my, this just dried. Uh, it's quite long, oh. and and, um, and it's uh, kind of. It looks really old and, and ancient. And as you as you sort of put your hand around it, you're like, oh my god, it's a finger. But the moment you touch it, you can hear Exathanta's uh, voice um, in your head. It's like, Baron, you found it. You found my thou means of communication. Oh, you cheeky man. <laughs> When did you put that in my pocket? Um, I didn't even notice. Yeah, it works like a, it works like a, uh, a sending stone. But I, it's my oh, own, yeah. it's my own concoction. Wow, is this one of your fingers or? You're damn right. Wow. So you've only got nine currently. Yep. Well, that I mean, means <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty important. Thank you for this uh, big sacrifice. Keep in touch. Well. This is great. Well, shall we just chat or? Things to do, Baron. Things to do. Things to, okay. Well, um. Go yeah, get I'll him, call Tiger. You. Okay. I'll call you. You seem busy. I'll let you go. You, you call me, I guess. And that is the answer to how do you communicate with Exathanta? He's just dropped the little sending stone equivalent in your pocket as you uh, head it out of the uh, ah. Amber, Amber Temple. Like a long, long range call. Yeah. 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 
So that's effectively what sending stones are. As long as you're touching them, the person who uh, created that spell into that stone, you're able to communicate directly with them. You'll like this, but just no thumb. (laughs) 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 Um, Great, great. Uh, So you're all in this this church still, um, and Esmeralda obviously is uh, keen. Whenever you you lot are ready. Now it's good. (laughs) Good, good. Um, great. And she, she uh, just heads out the front door uh, of the church um, and just starts walking confidently towards uh, the direction of the Burgomaster's house. Um, who's, who's coming along? Is it, is, it a, is it a group venture? What was the thoughts? Baron, of I'm course. American. I don't know if um, Irina and Ismark are part of this rendezvous or not. Is that something that you would like them along for? Yes. Yeah, okay. Well, the whole group's going. Okay, so we've got Irina, Ismark, Casimir, the whole the whole gang. I looks like it. I remember last time we discussed. Um, Ismark is invited to um, dinner with Strad, mm. and I can't remember what we thought about him going or not. But could be rather dangerous for Port Dizzy. Yeah, yeah. You gave him the invite. Um, yeah, did, is that something you want? Like, are you wanting to talk to him about it, um, Mirika? What's on your What's on your mind? You seem uh, distracted since uh, I was given the invitation. Yes, I I'm worried about you, Mark. I'm worried indeed that Strad's evil intent is to hold you hostage and threaten you, and so poor Irina will be driven into his arms. Uh, well, I mean, I will be attending with you as well. Is that right? You'll be there. Yes. Might, what, what have you been training at all while we've been away? <laughs> I fear for you. Um, yes, I mean we've been we've been sort of practicing out the back, but uh, and we've been killing any of these these kind of direwolves that have been showing up, trying to keep this section of the town safe. Very good, Ismark. Well, know that I will protect you if you do come. I appreciate the concern. I, I still am not quite sure why he wants me there. Maybe it is just to oh, I don't know. Try his best to convince me. I, I'm not sure. I think you should come. I, I mean, I'd, I'd like to be there. I need to think about it myself, and maybe I'll discuss it with Irina. Um, and Irina is still she's seated um, on one of the pews in the middle of the church at this point. She's she got given a lot of information um, from Esmeralda. the The weight of possibly being. Um, the foretold enemy of Strad, foretold by the cards, that is. But everything else has been accurate from the cards that you've been given. And um, while that one card from Madame Ava seems to uh, have been read incorrectly, she is concerned that this one, um, read by Esmeralda, may be, may be correct, may be true. Maybe why uh, she felt that pull to, to um, decline Sergei's uh, offer and... To be to have that strength to want to fight alongside you this whole time, she she is deep. She's deep in thought at this point. Um, she, I think she was. She sees and hears you lot talking about leaving for this uh, for the Burgermaster's mansion, um, and she she stands up and she says, "I think I might just stay here and and, and contemplate my role in all of this, if that's all right with you, Molly. Is that Would okay? Would you like some company, Irina? I fear that you might, uh, knowing your adventures, uh, I fear that one trip out to uh, the Burgermaster's mansion may lead to another, and I would hate for you to be apart from your group. Well, okay. <laughs> 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 
been, been away for three weeks, but uh, all right, I'll uh, I'll head out. Stay safe now. I mean, unless I'm you wanted worried. to. I'm worried it might turn into a side quest, Morley. <laughs> I'm worried about the same thing, Irina. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> just was advocating we just, sort of get a good nice kit, but um. He uh, just turns off his webcam. I'm just going to hang out with Irina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. At least you've got other things you want to get up to, Adam. That's fine. We can. Uh... <laughs> um, no, I, I would, I would, I would suggest heading if you can, if you want to play tonight. I would suggest <laughs> joining the joining the others. Not to put too fine a point on it. <laughs> um, Irina says um, you'll be back soon enough. If there's uh, once you've looked at this yeah. circle, um, come back and and see me more. Once you've looked at this circle, it's like such a lame <laughs> quest as well. <laughs> Once you've seen your little circle. Achievement you know, unlocked. <laughs> saw the circle. Nice. Uh, all right, Irina. Well, stay safe. And, uh, you know, we're much closer than we were. So hopefully that provides some comfort. Um, and she, she grabs you by the hand and says, Molly, do you, th- do you think what the cards, what Esmeralda said is true? She would be a brave man to write off. Madam Eva's prophecy, considering all we've already seen. That's all I can say. But as we've already seen, on the other hand, things can be interpreted <laughs> multiple ways. So <laughs> I'm hedging my bets a little bit, but. Uh, <laughs> Let's go guess, find Perry Wimple. <laughs> there's, that, there's that confidence I love. <laughs> <laughs> Molly's cock and balls shrink up. Raisins and a grain of rice. <laughs> okay, great. Um, you guys all. <laughs> okay, good. Good. Can we go see that uh, circle? All right, you guys. <laughs> um, we Ismark, see the circle. Ismark and Casimir are, are are keen to come along as well, um, and and venture out after um, Esmeralda. Um, it. Uh, the walk to the Burgomaster's Mansion is, is fairly um, quick. It's it's pretty late at night. There's not much going on at this point. Um, as as it was when you first came into Velaki, there's quite a few people um, looking out windows uh, at the at your arrival. Um, and you make your way down the street, up, up past Blinsky's shop, and towards uh, the Burgomaster's Mansion. Blinsky's is all shut up for the night. Um, and the Burgermaster's Mansion is uh, just a mess. It looks like parts of it have been set on fire. Windows have all been, um, and doors have all been kicked in. Um, there is, it's pretty, it's, it's not the, it's not this, uh, like, well put together establishment that it was when you first showed up. Um, uh, lying uh, in front, just off to the side of the main path, other other just um well it's just bones at this point you're not sure who the bones belong to but there are just scattering of bones around the outside uh gardens now oh wasn't there a wedding dress in here and we need to deliver a wedding dress to someone <laughs> right. the wedding dress is still in there uh, I forgot. Make it good. <laughs> why is that the one thing i completely forgot but that you guys just like fuck yeah wedding dress that's right <laughs> Those. I do need one of those. Uh, you do. We need see one it. Of we those. should take it. Okay. Is that for the beautiful woman at the Abbots? Yeah, I think. Yeah, so. it's the one favor. 
this all-powerful abbot couldn't muster himself <laughs> is to grab a little bit of white chiffon. <laughs> <laughs> it's beyond him. Um, can make, a, make a chimera, but not a corsair. <laughs> yeah. As the old saying goes. <laughs> um, the, the front door is, is just being uh, kicked in, um, and Esmeralda uh, heads inside uh, and, and heads towards the, the stairs. Um, I'm trying to remember where this wedding dress was. I think from memory, Morley saw it on the second floor, I think. Yeah, I think it was on the yeah, second floor. Yeah, second floor. Is okay. that in the room that he was, you you were stuck in, Morley? Or you were, you hid under the bed after picking the lock? No. You went in. <laughs> that was, and um, then just spider climbed down the outside. I've got this Is that that room? of a dressmaker's dummy with a wedding dress, and I said we should fuck it up, and Americans said, don't do that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I was a squirrel at the time. <laughs> yes. um, so, yeah, no, that was on the top floor. Um, Morley, in his mind, he kind of can picture where it is, like top floor, uh, western wall. It's over by one of the, uh, yeah, over by the western wall upstairs. Um, so let's move uh, you guys upstairs. I don't know how many skeletons you've brought with you or if you've even brought your skeletons, um, Baron? Uh, yeah, I've brought them. They're carrying me on a chair. Oh, they're still, <laughs> they're still carrying you on the chair? Yeah, that's how I get around. Um, there might be trouble getting into the main door. Uh, oh, once we get there, I'll, <laughs> I'll deign to walk the stairs myself. All right, are they, are they, are they coming inside uh, with you? Yeah. Yep, yeah. okay. That's, that's always love... Micromanaging all the tokens. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> you must love D and D then. <laughs> Game. <laughs> all right, we have. I think we've got everyone uh, on the second floor um, now. There we go. Um, Esmeralda continues her walk uh, through the Burgomaster's house, and like like I said, everything is just destroyed. Furnitures. Um, any furniture that you're past is just being broken to pieces. Uh, carpet has been torn up. There are burn marks, stain marks everywhere. Um, and we did this. We caused this. Whoops. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't cause this. American. We go political. We political instability wherever we go. I think, unfortunately. <laughs> That's true, but it. I mean, it was this burgomaster's actions over the decades that caused the hatred of the people to be able to bubble up. We didn't cause the hatred of him. That's true, Baron. True. He it's, almost You're right. Got, we are the heroes. Yeah. Yes. He got his just desserts, unfortunately. <laughs> I Hopefully wish I'd killed him okay. myself. Yeah. Yeah, so I wish I'd cut his own head, his head <laughs> off by telling someone to do it. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Uh, um, Irina's footsteps uh, disappear across the house um, along the hallway and over to the western wall uh, western side of the house Um, as you follow her you see her whose footsteps? Esmeralda she's the one that's taking you through oh sorry sorry I thought you sorry you said uh, Irina oh did I say Irina? Ah, Esmeralda sorry oh okay uh she continues along. Um, you can see in front of you, off to the west, the stairs that lead back down. Another set of stairs that lead back down, and a couple of doorways in the hallway uh, as Esmeralda heads north. One of which, uh, the second one, 
um, uh, Morley recognizes as being the room that originally housed that uh, wedding dress. Are you guys wanting to check out to see if it's still in there? Come on! You're going to tell I need you guys to sort of dictate mm-hmm. a bit more about it. I know it's been three weeks. So bring, <coughs> tell me what you guys want to do. Let's go. Okay, I'm cool. motion to have all in. American. Yeah, cool. Um, you guys, you open up the door, and again, this room is also uh, a lot of damage has been done to the room. Um, and sitting uh, on that same wooden mannequin is that bridal gown that was originally there. It is not in the best state uh, at this point. Stains. Stains. There's, there's some tears to it. Um, and, the, and the mannequin mm, itself cool. is being knocked down onto the onto the ground. I um, mean, to be honest, the bride herself is not in the best state. <laughs> hey, have you seen her? <laughs> yeah. Wash your mouth out. <laughs> wow. What are you asking, American? You have a mend spell, don't you? Some, something I, I do. Um, I don't have it on me, I don't think. So it's a cantrip. But I can change my cantrips after a long rest so if we take this with us I should be able to fix it let's put it in our bag of holding um I which I just remembered we had we do yeah we have one yeah yeah you've had one um <laughs> since lost mine of uh, this whole Panda. time yeah 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 that's finally why I mean, that's why I let you guys just grab whatever you want to grab um is that the first thing we put in the bag of holding I think there's been no, some there was one stuff. other I think Loris was pretty good at putting things into the bag of holding. Oh, he just didn't he put like meat in it and stuff. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't. I, I couldn't I tell you what's in the bag of holding. Yeah, I reached into the so bag of holding and see what else was in there. Meat. There's definitely I, meat. I come out with like rotten, a rotten <laughs> ham hock. Oh, yeah, put, put that back in. <laughs> <laughs> back in. Back in. <laughs> back in. Where else am I going to put it? Put it on the fucking floor. This place is a dump. <laughs> yeah. Is the window broken? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, there's no window. In the, uh, the, sorry, you, um, the room that you uh, that the wedding dress in just is is uh, this one here. The one oh, just, okay. So there's I'm no. Step back out into this room. And throw it out this broken window. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> Can we make yeah. it law that Blinsky is just walking by at the time? It's <laughs> 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 ah, like a big slimy. Give me, give me a roll hand. for that. Yeah, give me a roll. Uh, it's uh, anything over 10 and it, it, under 10 it lands in front of him 10 it just hits him somewhere on his body oh, there we go it's so uh... <laughs> 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 ah! <laughs> <laughs> that was worth it it bounces That's off his face away from the window just like a wet slap of meat <laughs> to his face there we go um, the other thing that is in this room um, and it's still uh, hole, which is strange, is this um, a full length mirror with this gilded frame on the northern wall of this room? That's and it's that is strange. Um, everything else is just broken and, and torn to pieces, but that mirror is still whole and intact. Is it in the room that Bill's in, or the one that's this uh, top yeah, room in the one with Bill? That's where the that's oh. where the um, the so wedding dress and stuff was. Why is so just, just on that northern wall? Is that they don't uh, make them like this anymore, do they? Look, it's not smashed. Hmm. Strange. Is there anything remarkable about the mirror? It's not smashed. It's hmm. the main remarkable thing <laughs> no. about it. It's not smashed. Um, oh. Yeah, I mean, you, you don't need to give me like a, a roll or anything, but uh, an investigation of it, um, 
it's strangely like there's no finger marks on it. There's no scuff marks on the on the gilded areas. This thing is just in in perfect condition. Is there dust on it? There's a little bit of dust. It hasn't been able to avoid dust. This is suspiciously pristine and reeks of magic or other interference, I say. I could try and do identify on it if we think it's magic. Yeah. Can we um, also just investigate it while he's preparing that spell just in case? Sure, sure. There's like, did you say it's a dresser and a mirror or just a mirror? Um, It's just a full length. um, It's just mounted on the wall. It's just a full length mirror. So it's on that northern wall there. No dresser, just just the mirror. Not we mounted try, too high. We could try peeking behind it, just in case there's a secret entrance way. Sure, sure. So oh, while, yeah. while, while um, Baron is, is, is it uh, is identified, does it take a bit of time, does it, to cast? Or is that an Ten extra? minutes. Oh, yeah, okay. So while you're getting ready to cast that, the American, um, you're investigating this thing, you're pulling it away from the wall. It's not, uh, it's it's mounted and it's like a, in a secure way. You can sort of wedge it a little bit away from the wall, but there doesn't seem to be anything behind it. Um, it looks like it could be easily, uh, you know, um, lifted and maybe removed off the wall if need be, but it's, it's pretty, it looks to be pretty heavy. Um, but there doesn't seem to be anything physically um, strange about, about the mirror, other than the fact that it's immac- immaculate um, condition. Hey, hey, haven't we still got a charge or two in that, or we have the full charge, I guess, after a long rest on that one that points out secret entrances, or was that yes, unique to the dark we would. Yeah, no, it's right here. It's uh, in my pocket. I pull it out from my amazing cloak with all the patches on and uh, and next to my jug, my magic jug, and my two staffs. So some of this is probably in the bag of holding. Some of this, this is why you got the bag of holding, I reckon. No, 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 it's not in the bag of holding, anyway. It's in my belt. You've fashioned it to you in this, like, yeah, I like it, I like it. Some great use, Andy. No, it's not the bag. (laughs) <laughs> well, he, he is mad for power now. He is, he he is mad for power. He, no, wouldn't that is a, he wouldn't put it in a communal bag, I don't think. <laughs> Just behind the, behind the scenes, that's absolutely true, yeah. I wouldn't. <laughs> that's fair, yeah. Do you want to hold the bag? Uh, yeah, it does look quite good. You're actually. holding quite enough, Brian. <clears throat> but that's a bag of holding, so if I hold that. <laughs> Who's holding uh, who? That would make sense. <laughs> You just want to get the wand out, right? And, uh, and try and see if there are any secrets around here. Is this the price I have to pay to get the bag, is it? Don't think of it like a transaction. Oh, think of it like no, helping out I your friends. You. I got you. I got you. Um, well, I'm just casting this thing. Should I, I'll get the wand out after 11 minutes. What do you reckon? Just give, just give one of us the wand, Brian. You don't have to do it all yourself. Can you use the wand? Oh, can I? I don't know. Do you have to be a wizard? In which yeah, case. You, do. You, might have, you might have to attune to it. You have to be a wizard. Uh, well, we, let's just sit sit around and walk. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Why don't you switch the walls or something? I just um, I'm just smoke up a cigarette in, in ten minutes time. Okay, okay. The re- uh, I think um, it, no, that's fine. That's fine. While you got while you were preparing this spell, the, and the rest of you are just looking through this room, there is really not much left to this room. Um, I think Morley, you remember that this room smelled of, uh, of like fine perfume and and powder and stuff when you first came in. It was a very, it was a, very, a stunning room that had been looked after. And you're looking at it now, and there's just the smell of mold and burnt like ash and and dust. It's just it's it's a real shame to see what has become of this room. Um, 
Bill, you're walking around, you've looked out into the hallway and you and you look up to the room, the northern room, the northern bedroom that um, Esmeralda went into and you can see her fiddling with the roof and, and she opens up a, a little trap door on the roof and like opens roof. opens it opens it down in a ladder, like falls down into the um, into the bedroom. So there's now, she's obviously heading up into the attic or looking to head up into the attic to where uh, she, this this circle is. Um, ten minutes past. That would have set the wand off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would have. Um, the ten minutes is up, and what you learn about this mirror, um, Baron. This all, I assume, this all just uh, magically fills your head. This information just fills your head. Um, you know now that uh, inside this mirror, there's there's like a, a ghost that has been magically bound to it. Um, the ghost of an assassin. Um, and you're f- this, this rhyme uh, enters your head, uh, and it's magic mirror on the wall. Summon forth your shade. Night's dark vengeance, heed my call, and wield your murderous blade. Um, I'll just pass that to you guys if you needed to uh, see that. Summon forth your shade. <clears throat> I'm just going to tell everyone this. You know, I may have my character problems currently, but I think it's you know doesn't extend to that far that I'm total dick. <laughs> well, not a total dick. So uh, I'm going to tell them that tell you guys that this may be able to summon an assassin. Oh my God! But what does magic mirror? Oh, I shouldn't say it, should I? Fuck. Do you think? <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> It's like Candyman, Candyman, Candyman. Um, <laughs> Dark Vengeance, heed my call and wield your murderous blade. So I'm guessing it uh, might help us, but do we have to? Mm, dark Vengeance, that sounds like the sort of mm. thing we fight against. Well, this is some kind of dark servant of this terrible, uh, what was his name? The horrible man, you know, the rude one. Vargas. Vargas. Oh, awful man. Did he have hey. some sort of dark spirit at his beck and call? Or his wife did. It's isn't this his wife's room? Mm-hmm. Mrs. Burgermaster? <laughs> Mrs. Varg- Lady Vargas. Lady Vargas. Do you, do you think we could just send that off again? <laughs> send it to Castro. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Then, why not? Forever. Well, do you think that we have to carry it around? Carry and the mirror then around. It? Yeah. Or that we might break it, and that's seven years bad luck. <laughs> oh, it seems indestructible. Does it? Can I tell that it's indestructible? Um, it doesn't identify. It, it doesn't seem to be uh, completely indestructible. It looks like, uh, with the right amount of effort, you might be able to break it. But oh. it just seems like people have obviously not tried hard enough. So it's pretty, pretty tough compared to everything else. Mm. It's a magical item. Does, do you think we? I can get some skeletons to carry it. How about that? I do. We can bring it along. Hey, we can bring it as a gift to uh, to the uh, dinner party. You can't go empty-handed. Say so we found this uh, beautiful antique. Maybe you'd <laughs> like to put it in your room. It comes with its own poem. <laughs> Don't read it yet. <laughs> I'll write but it down. I'll write it down. Probably help him. <laughs> but we could sneak in and say it. Oh, on the wall. He's <laughs> <laughs> muttering at dinner. <laughs> What's that, Wally? Nothing. 
<laughs> just I'll just place this mirror behind you so I can see all of you. It's <laughs> not weird. No. Big Stroud fan. <laughs> or should we leave it here? I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. I, it feels like too risky. If we don't know what it does, like if we get to control the thing, it seems good. If we don't, it seems bad. Well, I learn its properties and how to use them and whether it requires attunement to use, how many charges it has, etc. So I should know what will happen, I think. Um, learn whether any spells are affecting the item. You, The only other thing that I would say that you'd pick up from this is that um, maybe to summon the assassin, although you have no idea the form of the assassin, you need to be looking at yourself in the mirror while saying those words. Oh, do you think it comes out looking like you? <laughs> you should get someone tougher if it is. Yeah, we should get someone sneaky. <laughs> yes. Should we, try, should we try it then? What now? Yeah, go get the go get the circle, and then come back and try it with somebody sneaky, maybe. Okay, I can tell if it has any charges. Does it have charges? Um, is it a one-off. If it is used, if it is used, and. Uh, Maybe not used correctly. Whether it's used correctly or not, um, it won't be able to be used again until the following dawn. Okay, so once a day. Well, it's up to you. Would you like me to um, call forth this assassin? <clears throat> Seems like they have nothing to assassinate. <gasps> Why don't we get him to finish off Rahadeen? No, yes, okay, I can just... tell that's gone over well. That's fine. I was just trying to remember who that was. Sorry. <laughs> and now I remembered. The frog guy. The, the toad the frog guy. Eater. Yeah. The, yeah. Who we tried to kill and almost did. Yeah. That's a good idea. Remember how thrilled the dungeon master was that we almost <laughs> killed him before he got to review any of his personality or information. <laughs> Nothing cooler than just sending this assassin off to just kill him in the dark behind uh, off screen somewhere. <laughs> I, I honestly think, like, Strad's not going to be killed, but like the campaign is not going to end. I'll bet a lot of dollar that we call for the mirror assassin and it just wipes out Strad and hey, we're done. But may have a chance against Rahadine, and I can't think of anyone else we kind of want to kill. I'd rather kill him with my own hands, if I'm honest. He has many sins to pay for. I do not like that we seem to be relying more and more on the powers of darkness drawing us in. I mean, we do not know the provenance of this item. It's probably demonic. Uh, is it demonic? I know who <laughs> created it, uh, and how, um, if it's with a spell or through magic. Uh, it's what well, I'll say that you. It hasn't looked. It doesn't feel like it's been used in decades, decades and decades. Like they didn't even know it looks what it like, was. Like it hasn't been used. What you're getting from this, they had no idea what it was that they had yes. in possession. It's a very innocuous looking object. I. Uh, I'm just going to call in a couple of Janet and Wilbert, and I'm just going to ask them to uh, maybe uninstall this mirror and uh, <laughs> hold hold on to it. Hold on to it? Shouldn't okay. we take it with us? Otherwise, we're not going to use it. We're not going to come back to this room. Are we just going to take this demonic mirror and put it in the church? It's not necessarily <laughs> demonic. It uh, seems a bit demonic. It seems like it could help us. Feel, I feel that nothing, nothing, this this world is making darkness. <laughs> darkness is all I ever find in this world. I, I fear I am succumbing to its allure. As long as we don't kill any more children and babies with it, <laughs> I'll be happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hold my suggestion then. 
you're, <laughs> the um, two of your skeletons get to work. It's going to take them a wee while just to uh, figure out how to get this off the wall and, and, and might need maybe three of them to really secure this. Um, standard tradies. Is it? Standard tradies. <laughs> One to uh, just keep an eye on it, or the two of them. I can just <laughs> imagine them surrounding it like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but they won't be sitting up today, though, will they? They'll be, they'll be sitting up uh, <laughs> next week, as quick as I can get to it. Sorry, boy. He's on at the moment. <laughs> you wouldn't believe how busy it is, yeah. All right, and so expensive. Okay, so we <laughs> so Prices we're gonna... are going up everywhere. <laughs> um, so we're taking that with us. Are you going to replace the jib behind this wall? <laughs> oh, it's leaky. <laughs> Fuck off. Really hard Good to get boy. jib at the moment. <laughs> um, sorry, I was just saying, okay, cool. Um, all right, so yeah, your, your skeletons are getting used to, uh, are getting the mirror off the wall. It's going to take them a wee while, so I think um, Esmeralda at this point calls out, you guys coming up here or what? <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, Definitely. Um, and you make your way into what looks like um, the Burgomaster's master bedroom. Uh, now with this trap door opened into the into the attic, um, and Esmeralda is looking down the trap door, uh, beckoning for you guys to to come in. Uh, oh, let me just move I go, you guys. I go up. Hold on. So his so his bedroom is above his wife's bedroom. Is that the layout of this house? What, no, the, the the the. What do you mean? What do you mean? Sorry. My oh, sorry. I thought you said we were entering the Burgermaster's master bedroom. You, you, yeah. You went into the bedroom, and there is a trap door in the ceiling of it. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it is weird, though, isn't it? A trap door in your ceiling to spy on through the floorboards or something. Uh, just make like sure that. all of you guys are are up there. Um, and there is, uh, let me let me describe what you're sort of seeing in this area. Um, it looks like no one else has really been up into this attic room. Um, this specific room is a high-pitched ceiling that maybe reaches above you about 20 feet up. Uh, and the you can see exposed rafters and they're all just covered in, in cobwebs. Um, and it's, there's really nothing in this room except for a lantern uh, on an old table. And there's a small door on the southern wall um, just next to you, Bill, uh, that leading out of this room into the rest of the attic. Um, and uh, Esmeralda is more than happy just to open the door. And what you see past it is just this um, large attic just full of old forgotten things, draped in white sheets, piled all around them are barrels, crates, trunks, and old furnishings, uh, just covered with cobwebs and dust. But you can see just uh, trodden through the middle of all of this um, stuff is is uh, just a footpath through this maze of, of what is effectively junk. I follow Esmeralda. Hmm. Cool. So where was the circle? Um, uh, it's just in the next room there, Bill. I think it was some kind of workspace. Uh, and, on the f- and on the far side of the room, she uh, nears yet another door, um, opens it up, and, and walks in. And um, you can see carved into this door is just this large skull, and hanging from the doorknob uh, is a little wooden side that, that reads, uh, all in all capitals, it's been carved in, all is not well. Um, and inside this room, um, it looks like someone has just taken old mismatched furniture and they've created this, this study in this, uh, small little dusty chamber. 
Uh, tables are strewn with pieces of parchment on which strange diagrams are drawn. And a freestanding bookshelf holds a collection of bones. A dusty rug covers the floor in front of a pine box on which lounges a skeletal cat. Several more skeletal cats just skulk about the room. Um, but most... Yeah. Uh, um, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, and that's... Yeah. Uh, I think... Whoops. Uh, what were you saying? Sorry, Joe. I have a question. Are they like just very thin cats or are they actually skeleton cats? <laughs> um, they are actual skeleton cats. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, Brian, you'd love this. Look at his little menagerie of little creepers. Most yeah, this is nice. You must like this too, American. It's quite cute. Oh, uh, I don't and like it at all, Brian. No, no. <laughs> but <laughs> look, they're cats. Some of them are walking up and doing that thing where they sort of rub up against you, but it's quite sore because it's just like their bones rubbing up against like your shin bone and stuff. Like, ah, oh, just it's not. It's un- uncomfortable. Um, but the, does the, it make a little xylophone sound? <laughs> yeah. Um, the, probably the most unnerving thing to this room is that the, the sight of three small children standing with their backs to you in the northeastern corner of the room. Oh. Oh. Um, but is, Esmeralda just doesn't seem to notice or care about either the cats or the, the children standing up against the wall. And she just walks past uh, next to Merrick and grabs the rug and pulls the rug away um, to show uh, what the Baron recognizes instantly as a teleportation circle. Ah. Um, the sequence of which around the edge of it aligning perfectly uh, with one of the sequences that came to him as he learned the spell. Okay. Okay, I mean, it's a nice circle, but uh, there's children against the wall. Uh, children, hello, are you haunted? Because uh, you probably are. You walk over to these three kids and you sort of, you're talking out loud to them and you go to put your hand on the shoulder of one of them and you it's kind of tense and, and slowly you bring your hand. They, they're not moving at all. And you bring your hand down on them um, and it, it looks like they're just painted wooden dolls. They're, but they're dressed, ah. but they're just dressed in like Barovian clothing they're, and the detail to the painting um, and, and like the hair on their head is, is oddly real, but they are just, um, yeah, really, really detailed, very realistic-looking children. But it looks like whoever put them here, it's almost like they had this little fantasy of, like, punishing these kids. Like, Ew. go stand in the corner kind of thing. Time out. Yeah, yeah. Mm. World's longest time I'm, out. I'm going to turn them around, and they're, they're creeping me out. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's look them in the eye. That'll be less creepy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At least I can see them that way. Yeah, you, I like them. You sort of like who would make such a thing? Each one, each one you turn around, you approach them and like they've got their back. Every time you go to grab one and turn around, around you just you just there's a part of that's creeping you out. You're just expecting them to come to life, but they're but they're not. They're they're just wooden and and dressed well. I don't like this. Yeah. Uh, these little skeletal cats are very friendly. They're jumping up on to like parts of the furniture to try and uh, rub up against different parts of your, like your torso and arms and stuff, wanting to get pats. Can I can I pick one up and give it some chin scratches? Absolutely. It's the weirdest uh, experience, I guess, uh, picking up this thing that shouldn't be connected, but it's all connected well, and you're just yeah giving it pats and it seems to be, uh, seems to be loving it it's if it had eyes it would just be closing them <laughs> in glee the squinty eye thing that they yeah, do yeah yeah <laughs> yeah oh i'm i'm even more impressed by morley at the moment just quietly it's like 
What a good guy. All is not well. It says all is not well. <laughs> Apart from in here, I think that means it was not well out there. I'm going to start rifling through everything else I can see. Is there anything that gives any clues about who may have been up here or yeah. what else they were doing? Um, there are a bunch. Hey, well, give me an investigation roll. Okay, this gives me a chance to use my new cantrip. Oh. Um, so I will bring it up. It is called Guidance. It uses touch. So I'm just going to wrap myself in the spirits of the wind to guide my gaze. And I'm going to get an, a D4 extra to my <laughs> investigation and, and you get advantage as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If, I'm going to fail this so badly somehow. <laughs> So it's just a standard investigation roll, but at advantage. Yeah, with advantage. I have a plus zero for that. I rolled a 17 and a 10. So I'll add the plus three onto it for a 20. Yeah, perfect. What you, um, you're, you're sort of drawn towards um, some of these pieces of parchment uh, that have been strewn across um, uh, the table in the middle of the room. And it, it looks like they're just covered in elaborate diagrams of different teleportation circles. Um, and... Each of these little different uh, pieces of paper, it looks like someone's been trying to figure out a teleportation circle. And um, there is one on one of the pieces of parchment. Uh, it seems to match perfectly with the, the circle that is, is on the ground uh, where Baron is standing. And it's got a big circle around it. Um, and it's got like uh, written in, in, his, in this, whoever's handwriting says, I did it. I, fi I figured it out. And... Uh, um, dad, uh, I can't let dad know written on the, uh, on the, Ooh. on the parchment. Um, mm. so it looks like you've probably stumbled into the son of the Burgomaster's workshop. Mm. Is this the one we heard about lights or something in a tower? Yeah. Well, yeah. You, um, when you first came here, there was, there was talk of brilliant flashes of purple light from, from the attic of the Burgomaster's mansion. And one of the things that you know in, in learning this spell, Baron, is that mm. if you, if you don't perfect the teleportation circle and you try it when it's not right, when you don't get all the, when the sigils you use uh, don't exist in any, you get the wrong sequence, they don't exist in the area, um, and you give it a try, there's a, just a blinding flash of purple light and you, uh, you are sent into the ether. You're just destroyed. So, oh, you don't become half fly. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, maybe, but, maybe there are a few flies in this room, so it's possible. Mm. Did 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 Esmeralda say that um, the Burgomaster's son is in the running politically, or is it? I'm getting confused. No, the Burgomaster's son. It was, was Lady Vesta's son. Yeah, Lady Vesta's son. Oh, ah, yeah. right. Yeah. Um, the he other, was killed, wasn't he? Him and the Burgomaster's wife. Yeah, were both were both killed. Um, we know that's not the end. Necessarily, that's true. That's Death. true. That is true. He uh, was a necromancer as well. Uh, that yeah. There's something about these skeletal cats that definitely um, you're not really sure. Someone was telling me you're not really sure, uh, but you can only assume he's he's had some kind of necromancy ability to be able to bring these cats back to life. Um, that's pretty good. The, the other thing that's uh, in this room obviously was a a trunk as well. There was a um. Uh, I think I mentioned a trunk there. Yeah, there's a trunk. <laughs> okay. And, uh, <laughs> I, open, I open the trunk. <laughs> In the trunk, there is uh, just several bolts of silk cloth, um, needles and thread, and a half-finished wizard's robe. 
pretty. Is that a nice one? It's pretty nice. A it's silk pretty, one. It's mm. got a pretty well-off family. Uh, so yeah, the it's not finished, but it's it's looking like it was going to be pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> got stars on it and stuff. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. Mm. So you've you kind of learned a little bit about um, Victor, I think, from this room. This this room really tells a story with these uh, these children dolls being pushed into the corner. These cats that are uh, reanimated in this is this surprisingly functioning teleportation circle hidden under this rug. Yeah, uh, guys, this teleportation circle. I don't know if I told you, but I've been coincidentally learning this uh, spell. About um, what's called uh, teleportation circle. It's called <laughs> straightforward. Not, not just a clever name. <laughs> and I was learning it in hopes that let's say that we go to Castle Ravenloft and we are wanting to get out of there quick. Uh, it'll take me one minute, and I can draw a teleportation circle on the ground, and we have one round to step into it, and we will appear at another teleportation circle, such as this one. Or there's one other in Barovia, but I don't know where that is located. It could be in Ravenloft. So well, that would be terrible. Although we could tele- we could try teleporting there now. Oh my god! And what, we would what? get a secret entrance to where wherever, as long as it's not guarded or whatever. But as long as we are ready, we could appear somewhere, and maybe we get an advantage. It's very risky, though, Brian, isn't it? I don't know what the rest of you think, but just appearing in Strad's home base with all mm-hmm. his minions and ghouls and nasties. And we don't know what's around. That's very dangerous sounding. Yes, but could we come back? Through the, it would, through the it would just take a minute for me to cast it again, I believe. What an incredible spell, Brian. Such power. Mm. I mean, going to dinner at Strad's is not safe either, mm. in my estimation. But this but might... He's expecting us there. He, you know. But do we want him expecting us? If we could sneak in the back. Look, he's going to let us in. He's not going to kill us straight away. (laughs) Straight away, yes, is the... Baron, do you think think that'll take us to Ravenloft? I don't know. I mean, it's a possibility. Who else would have a teleportation circle? Could I Hmm? test it? Is that the safest Uh, option? You wouldn't be able to come back. (laughs) But I might be able to find my sister. Yeah, but we don't know where it goes. It so could go to an good, icy mountain. That is a good mountain. point, actually. <laughs> if you send me, I don't know, you could send me... Um, Under the um, sea. Um, 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 um. <laughs> could you send you, it could send you to a public restroom, my and, dear Casimir. And then and I wouldn't be able to come back. I'd be able to leave the <laughs> restroom, but I wouldn't be able to come back here. You'd well, I would after back. a bit of walking, I guess, yeah. yeah. I, I suggest that. The Baron and one other person goes. I'm happy to volunteer. Why just one other person? Oh. Well, just in case it's dangerous. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll tell you what. It, it might be easier for, for us to escape if there's not all of us there. I think if, it, if we did teleport into trouble, um, everyone would have to do, you know, fight people off for one minute while I did nothing but cast the spell and then we jump back in and leave. But if there's only one person to fight off trouble, I'd have no chance of casting the spell again. Fair point. Let's do it. Okay. You ready? What do you think, American? What do you think? (laughs) (laughs) 
Hmm. I think it's a suicide mission, is my honest thoughts. And <gasps> all, all I want to do is make sure that should the worst happen, that I can have your stuff. I think we should at least warn Irina we should go and reunite with them before we do anything reckless and Lester will be able to tell them where we're going well we won't but we'll tell them we are going somewhere if we don't come back it's because we die yes that's (laughs) we're assuming it's bad it could be it could be a good good. advantage I think it it could take us back to to Barovia the village of Barovia, not the land of Barovia. Oh, we're in the land yeah. of Barovia. It could take us back to the <laughs> village, my village. There. My village of Barovia. We, yeah. we know what you mean. <laughs> I mean, this is a te- permanent teleportation circle that we're g- going to be going to. So it means that someone has cast this spell every day for a year and it becomes permanent. So oh if someone is reasonably well-versed in magic. I swear if it takes us up that ruddy mountain again, I'll be livid. <laughs> It'll only be one minute to get back. Exactly, it's the, fine. It might be a little chilly for a bit, but it'll be fine. Yeah, I'm still wearing my rug. <laughs> you do okay, all look very cute in your rugs. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I do think that's a great idea, American. Telling people you should always tell someone if you're going on a journey, in case they have to call the police if you don't return. Would you like me to uh, inform them for you? Yeah, make sure they get Greg on the case if we don't come back. <laughs> Love that man. <laughs> we could be anywhere in the world. He's the closest thing we have to a police officer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can. I, I can. I can let. Who else did you want me to tell? I can tell Irina. Is there anything? Anyone else? Okay, so you stay behind, and if we don't come back in one minute, you say, oops. <laughs> what, you did? We just spread the yeah. word? If you're not back yeah. in one minute. Okay. Yeah. So no, you're going no. to pop Maybe over. Two minutes. Two give, minutes. Give, us, give us 15. <laughs> Look, I'll, I'll wait here for, for 15 minutes, and if you're not back <laughs> Go uh, and give me the bad news. <laughs> Bill, how, 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 long, how, far does your, um, oh. how far does your message spell... Do you still have message? We've used that before, haven't we? I, I do still have message. How do you, What's uh, the distance on that sucker? It's like 60 feet. <laughs> oh, okay. We're probably not going to need that one, I don't think. If there's another right teleportation the... circle downstairs. What about if I yell into the teleportation circle? Would that help, Baron? Do you think? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Even if I did it very loudly. You're saying. Uh, only if you jumped in while yelling. I think that would uh, work. Look, I'll be honest. If you're not back in 15 minutes, I don't think you'll have perished knowing what you have gone through so far. You were gone for almost near on a week. And look at you all. Looking great, except for that, that man over there. What is his name? Casimir. I don't mention it. He's He looks good. Okay. <laughs> it's, I'm looking better than most, right? Am I right as that? Uh, I mean, yeah, I feel, I feel ugly in your presence, Bill. You should. <laughs> <gasps> what, what is everyone <laughs> turning into an asshole <laughs> Barovia it's just Barovia oh but yes I'll, look if you're not back in you 15 should. minutes I'll head back to uh, the church and I'll let I'll let Irene, Irene know um, okay but I, but I won't give up hope I trust you <laughs> alright alright let's jump on in alright I, uh, I light up a cigarette and takes away one minute okay. to uh, cast this Level five spell. 
Yes, how many, it's level. How many level five Fifth slots level. do you have? Two. Okay. Two now. There and back. That's oh, a good this point. Is just like Doc Brown and the DeLorean. <laughs> <laughs> how much plutonium he has. So similar. Just like Avengers Endgame. With the, anyway, Pym Particle. Never mind. Uh, all right, so. Um, no. Do you want to do you want to detail? Like do you want to detail what this looks like, Shannon? Everything. Everything. Uh, yeah. Okay. I might actually go n- next door until that rubbish and push some shit out of the way. I'll get in my uh, skeletons to help clear the thing. I have to draw a ten-foot uh, diameter circle on the ground, inscribed with sigils that link your location to a permanent teleportation circle of your choice. So, the ones that I know, but aren't that one there in the. In the Room next door. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, yeah. So let's move you into that room. Once that's done, it takes one minute to do it. A shimmering portal opens within the circle you drew and remains open until the end of your next turn. Any creature that enters the portal instantly appears within five feet of the destination circle uh, or the nearest unoccupied space that space occupied. Uh, yep. Okay, great. The circle just blasts into existence. Uh, you'll see this in front of the Baron down on the floor. Um, so it doesn't last very long, is that right? It's only one turn, so everyone has to be ready to jump in. Casimir just bolts through the door past you and into that teleportation circle. It Foosh! Just disappears with a bright blue light. I My skeletons in. are going to... Oh, yeah. Sorry, what was that, Bill? Bill. I jump in. Bill, you too, just launch yourself in. And uh, for you, you see um, the brightness just overwhelm you. Just whoosh, this sharp blue light. He's very, he's very brave. And you just disappear from um, from this, from the Burgermaster's mansion. Your skeleton, are you saying your skeletons are close behind as well? Yes, ju- they all jump in one after the other. Punk, 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 punk. Including, <laughs> including the ones they <laughs> that are trying to struggle to get the uh, mirror up into the uh, attic, or just the remainder. Oh, they're, they're not bringing the mirror up to the attic. <laughs> they're just <laughs> taking it off the wall, ready to. All right, okay. They can even go behind. Oh. All right. <laughs> yeah, they can leave it behind for now. Okay, cool. They all just whoosh, 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 whoosh. so it's seven of them just like disappear into that teleportation mm-hmm. circle. Um, is Mark just? Uh, Stays back and just watches in awe. He hasn't seen anything like this before. Um, Esmeralda 2 just runs through, disappears. I'm going to delicately flounce in. Uh, everyone's running, and I think Mirakin is like, they'll just delicately takes a step, and just the blinding blue light overpowers you, and you too disappear. Morley, you've seen everybody almost excitedly, except for Mirakin, just daintily, uh, make their way into that teleportation circle. It's, it's starting to shimmer as if to. To disappear, Baron holding that teleportation circle till the very end. I reach for my um, the it hilt closes. of my. It closes. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Carry, carry on. Sorry, that was going to be a really cool moment. I just want you to know that. I just want you to know that was going to be super sad. Let's go. No, um, no, I shit myself when I stumble and I miss it, and then I accidentally fall out the window. Go, oops. <laughs> <laughs> no, you reach for the sunblade. I reach for the hilt of my sunblade and look back at his mark and then just stride in confident. Badass. Shannon, uh, Baron, cool. Baron, you're, you're, other than Ismark, you're the only one left here at the moment. The uh, circle about to disappear. I will, I will actually go in as well. <laughs> okay, great. You just, uh, you just tuck see it you soon, Ismark. <laughs> uh, good luck. Good luck, Baron. Inspiring. And you um, t- to you. 
<laughs> what was that? You keep nothing. I was just. <laughs> huh? it, was the, uh, it was the cat. Something about the cat. Anyway, the uh, you step in the blinding blue light uh, just overpowers, and then everything is just black. Each of you slowly, after that massive flash of bright uh, blue, uh, you're getting your vision back now, and you can see um, in the. Um, you're looking around, you can see each of you have made it into wherever it is you are right now. Uh, you look around, the room that you're in is about 30 feet square, rising to this 20-foot-tall flat ceiling. There is a stone brazier burning fiercely in the center of this room, uh, but its tall white flame seems to produce no heat. The rim of the brazier is carved with seven cup-shaped indentations spaced evenly around the circumference. You're, you're all, you've all appeared in this room facing this brazier, a sort of surround circling it. Um, within, in, within each indentation is a spherical stone, twice the diameter of a human eye and made of a coloured crystal. No two stones are the same colour. Uh, overhead, uh, Mira, can you look up? Because you're almost anticipating what's above this brazier. Overhead, a wood-framed hourglass as tall and wide as a dwarf hangs 10 feet. What? That's a dwarf. What? <laughs> that is a... Wide as a dwarf? As tall and as wide as a dwarf. Um, well, who's measuring things like that? <laughs> it's dwarf-sized. How big... Just dwarfs and shaped, I guess, as well. It's sort of, sort of shaped like a... No, it's, it's yeah, a, I mean, I'm, I'm like two dwarfs long, roughly. <laughs> This, hour, this hourglass uh, is hanging 10 feet above the brazier, suspended from the ceiling by thick iron chains. Uh, oh all, of, all of the sand is stuck in the upper portion of the hourglass, oh. seemingly unable to run down into the bottom. Written in glowing script on the base of the hourglass is, uh, is a verse in common. Two nine-foot-tall iron statues of knights on horseback poised to charge with swords drawn, stand in deep alcoves facing each other and with the brazier uh, in between them. I'm going to move you on to the map. So that's not what it said in common? No, 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 no. No, that's just some extra detail. What did it say in common? You might have to investigate if you... Oh, okay. Because I thought that it said in common, too tall. <laughs> no, no, there's, there's uh, on either on the western eastern sides of this room that you're in, are these alcoves with these uh, enormous um, nine foot tall iron statues. I was nights, so with you the whole space. time while until that old dwarf That's measuring right. thing. <laughs> yeah, okay. So um, just... Because the, the, the statues are measured in feet. <laughs> <laughs> but the... It's the hourglass that is well. Also, the, the way the way that the sentence is written on the page, where the the line break is, I read as tall and wide as a dwarf hangs, and I was like, "That's <laughs> all right." Jeez. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> very macabre, or very rude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's law. <laughs> okay. Uh, Shit. So. We're there. You're somewhere. And American, you you feel you know exactly where this is. I'm going to gasp and ex exclaim, oh, we're in Strahd's castle. Just like in the model. This was exactly like in the little model. The bigotry. We should remain quiet and, and inconspicuous and soak up as much information as possible. 
Does it look like this? It does. <laughs> it does look like that. Except the sand is all yes. stuck at the top. Other than that, perfect. Oh, the sand is paused in time. And it How doesn't. Spooky. It doesn't look like the sand should be stuck. There doesn't seem to be anything clogged. It's. It just is. It's all in the top half of that hourglass. Jiggle it, Morley. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's quite. We should remain extremely vigilant and touch only what we need to. Ideally, nothing. Remember, hmm. we're oh. here to fact find. We're not here to start running around through Strad's castle. Well, now we know where it goes. Let's just go home and go to the bar. We know where the portal goes now, so we don't need to dally. Free American, drinks. American, which, do you remember which way from here the the, uh, the crypts or the catacombs were? The... Oh, no. Oh, I might remember in the morning after we've been American, to the cabin. American, please. We're here, we're here. Uh, this is, we're so close. You're going to make a thing, aren't you? I'm sure we can make a plan to come back here. We just need to, If it's close, right, American? Um, and, and from your memory, I don't know if you made a sketch or a drawing of it, but this room is pretty down close to the, ro- the room that he was, that, uh, you were originally looking for in the in the bigoture. Um, in fact, you you cast a glance, not not noticeable. It's not anything anyone's going to pick up. But in your mind, you cast a glance over to the sort of the middle door uh, on the northern wall, and you sort of remember this this these uh, the passageway behind it. And you remember that there was like a a weird um, stone, maybe like a little pressure a pressure plate or something at some point in that hallway. But at the end of that hallway is just that room full of those. Uh, was it five? Like these 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 columns, these columns with doors that look like they must house something in, in each of them. So it's you know you know you're thinking right now. You know how close that is. Um, what does the rest of the team think we should do? I think we should get out of here. I'm with Bill. Um, <clears throat> Casimir just takes oh, a, it's... a step away from the brazier uh, mm. and all of you. I, I I won't I won't be following. Then die. <laughs> 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 Truly heroic. Uh... <laughs> this is a hero's story, isn't it? We're playing like it. Um, um, yeah, I'm going to uh, look in at Casimir and um, the gaiety will drain from my face as I assume the wintry uh, mood of one who's filled with sorrow. Um, I will say, I must accompany you, Casimir. We must do this now. Hmm. Yes, and so you, you think it's close by, America? It's, uh, so we do that, get out. What do you yes. say, Casimir, if we, American? I think if we stay quiet, if we if we use Mirican's knowledge of uh, of these lower levels of Ravenloft, and we just get we get in and out, this is an unusually good chance for us to accomplish what you wanted, Casimir, without potentially alerting Strad. And that's why, I, if you uh, if you want to leave, if you all want to leave right now, Morley, if you want to leave, you can. I, I. I'm too close to my goal to give up now. But I, I have already, I've already asked so much of you, and you've already delivered so much for me. You don't need to take another step with me, if if you're concerned, if you're concerned for your safety. I'm concerned for your safety, Casimir. All of our safety, not just mine. And he holds up his his uh, 
arms, like, and they're all just sort of dead and rotting. And he says, "It's what other options do we have? I've done everything. I've done everything to bring me. You have done everything to bring me here right now at this point. If we turn back now, how are we going to... Well, we're just going to do it in the morning. I have to... Yep. We, we come for dinner with Stroud and have to find a way to sneak down here. We're right, we're right here, Morley. I, Morley is quiet. I can't, I can't turn back, but I'm not going to ask any more from, from you. If, 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 uh, you've, you've already done so much. What say you, Bill? Um, I think if we're careful, and at the first sign that we can't get there, we turn back, I think we have to at least try. Baron, we're... We don't have to come back to this room, do we? We're only ever 60 seconds away from an escape. Is that right? That's correct. Um, but we do know the way back here. It seems we could barricade the door if we have to run back. Unless we find another room, we could barricade ourselves in. I'd say if we can get to a safe place, lock a door so no one can get to us, be better than just fighting, if possible. Um, and and it, Casimir, do you agree that uh, you and your sister will come with us? Once we once we find my sister, then mm-hmm. yes, absolutely. You think she'll come with us? I, I don't know what state she's going to be in, Baron. Okay, even if you have to drag her, I say you should bring her with us. <laughs> even even if I have to <laughs> carry my own sister, I will. Okay. Um, hey, that reminds me. What does it say on that hourglass? Um, okay, you take a quick look uh, at the words written in common on the on the. Uh, bottom of the hourglass. Oh, is that the hourglass or the... Uh, yeah, but on the base of the hourglass, it says, cast a stone into the fire. I've just put it up so you can read it as well. Uh, violet leads to the mountain spire, orange to the castle's peak, red if lore is what you seek, green to where the coffins hide, indigo to the master's bride, blue to, the, uh, to ancient magic's womb, yellow to the master's tomb. That's pretty good, guys. Is there, <laughs> is it? Does it look like there's any stones, coloured stones around? Well, yeah, in the indent of the brazier, around those, and there's little oh. indents of those little coloured stones, and each of those stones, the same number of stones is in this uh, verse, the same colours listed in this verse. Oh. Each stone double the size of a human's eye. How many stones are there in each pot? And there's just the, so there's one brazier, there's uh, a sing, uh, seven indentations. Uh, and each indentation with its own spherical stone. So one each. Is it some kind of teleporter? Yes, it's some kind of fast travel. <laughs> Yellow to the master's tomb. That's perfect. If we go there when he's asleep, stake in the heart, can't move, chop off his head, burn mm. the remains. And rip his fangs out. <laughs> rip his fangs out. <laughs> Can go in between, yeah. Got your pliers? <laughs> what time is this? Bedtime now? He's, he's, he's just getting up. This is it's the night, right? It's the yeah, middle of the yeah, night. It's, this will it's, be it's prime. Like, it's like midnight. Prime right strad time. Uh, prime strad time. <laughs> if this is good though, right? Because like what we could have gone to the mountain spire. We've been there. Orange to the castle's peak, which I'm guessing is this castle. Red is law is what you seek. You know the one that we just left from? Was that red or is that it had no colour? These aren't leading to teleportation circles. They're leading to other things, perhaps. Um, you're not quite sure. Uh, you, 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 you're not sure what this does at the moment, other than... 
you know. You can, I mean, I think you can assume you different colored gems. It says cast a stone into the fire. If you want to test it out, you can test it out. Mm. Seems so that, like it could be a one-way teleportation device. I think so. Can I investigate the um, the perimeter of the room for anything that might um, let me know which... I guess I want to find out two things. Doorways with any kind of indication on what's on the other side of the door and okay. any inscriptions anywhere in the room that say anything else of interest. Um, so these, these stone doors are at the northern... Uh, so there's three up on the northern wall and there's one on the southern wall. Um, yeah. They're all exactly the same. They're like th- uh, three to five foot wide. Um, uh, they look to be very heavy, uh, very thick stone doors. There's no inscriptions um, on any of them. Um, and, and putting an ear to them, uh, really, really doesn't tell you much. Um, like the Southern one, there seems to be some sort of, uh, gentle sort of, uh, zombie-like groaning coming from the other side. (laughs) Just gentle. It's like you can't, t- you can't tell how far away you can't really tell how far away it is. American, you know from memory that on the other side of that door there was like a um, at least in the bigature there was a intricately carved curtain um, uh. on the other side of that, and you could see just through a small gap in that stone curtain a couple of like thrones uh, with the backs right. with their backs to the curtain. Right. So that's what you remember from that southern wall. From the northern ones, I believe. Uh, you know where one of them went? I, I believe it was just that middle one that you ventured through. Um, I want to warn everyone ahead of time about the pressure plates that we saw um, as well, because I mm. think they're in the corridors around here. So. Okay, that's a good tip. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was. There was one in that corridor, about halfway down that corridor from your memory. Okay. Well, this is we're deep in the heart of Ravenloft. Aren't we? We're underground, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. Deep underground. This is great. Is it great? Well, (laughs) let's find out. Let's go and find your sister, Casimir. It looks like this thing in the middle of the room can get me out of here if if needed. Are you sure you're all willing to come with me? I will come with you. Thank you. Yeah, because otherwise you'll end up going to green to where the coffins hide. Or Indigo to the Master's Bride or something like that. They don't all sound like great places to visit if you want to escape with your sister. Yeah, none of them say, uh, green to the tavern where you shall hide. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or a drink. That's, that's good. <laughs> oh, wait, this imbibe. is better. Yeah, imbibe is much better, right? Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to say that. Sorry. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's go. Okay, um, Casimir turns and points to the to the door uh, to the doors. Um, which which way, American? I point the correct direction. <laughs> okay, you point to that little <laughs> that little door. Okay, great. He um, he struggles with it at first, but manages to to uh, push the uh, stone door open. Um, and on the other side uh, of the stone door uh, is a, a stone staircase. Um, between rough masonry walls is revealed. There's a little bit of dust on the steps, but light fog tumbles down them. Um, and Casimir slowly ventures, slowly and quietly. Let's uh, let's actually get a um, a stealth roll from everybody. Um, 
I'm, I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm going to say, hold Casimir, allow me to assist you as I reach out and touch his withered, undead looking arm and cast a guidance on him. Okay. Do you roll the d4 or just Casimir? Uh, the target rolls a d4, okay. so watch me fail my stealth roll okay, and wish great. I hadn't helped myself instead. Awful. <laughs> I have rolled a three plus three for six. You, you get advantage, though. Oh, oh. Okay, this is my time. <laughs> okay. I shouldn't have extended it out another me. long rest. You haven't even had the long rest. You're going to get like Yeah, but I wouldn't have had even one roll. Of... <laughs> no, I wouldn't even have had one roll without that. Yeah, because you haven't slept uh, since, since then. So you would have. You'd be having this roll right now. Oh, right. I thought we were going to go to sleep tonight, but mm. no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all thought that. Category. Needle shows up. Just kidding. Uh, it's just the one night. Ha-ha-ha. With my re-roll, I got a 10 plus 3. Okay, okay, great. You're all doing pretty well at staying quiet, um, except for the Baron. I... Uh, uh, you got a nine. Yeah, you're you're okay. Look, it's not the if any if anyone's going to be spotted, if anyone's listening out, it's probably going to be you. They hear out of everyone. Just uh, hmm. um, seven like, plus two. Seven plus okay. two. It's, yeah, just below ten. So it's so, yeah. So cool. effectively, I'll be I'll be using those stealth rolls for any perception checks that anyone is is doing. If if there is people to do. That. I'm definitely not out front though. <laughs> Okay, cool. Use yeah, yeah, for sure. Casimir is, is quite keen to um, lead the way, and he reaches the top of the um, top of the stairs alongside uh, Bill. There, uh, the rough hewn corridor ends um, at the top of these stairs, and flanked by walls of rough masonry and relatively free of dust. Oh no, that's just describing the stairs. Cool, thanks. Uh, the corridor, <laughs> the corridor just continues off to the east, and it's uh, it's an incredibly dark incredibly long um corridor uh you're with your dark vision you're not even able to see uh where this corridor ends oh that reminds me i cast the second level spell dark vision (gasps) what you've got dark vision now Mm, i do now because i don't want to everyone else is sneaking around i don't want to have a torch yep fair enough Mm. fair enough what did casimir roll for stealth uh, Casimir rolled uh, 16 plus 1 for your, for right. your little bonus. Um, so this tunnel is cut into the very pillar stone of Ravenloft itself. Uh, the surface is slick and its ceiling is barely 6 feet high. So you're really having to cower down into this little tunnel. Um, and there's just a lingering fog uh, in here that limits the visibility even further, even with your dark vision. American. Are there any traps on this pathway that you know of? Um, were there pressure plates on this one, or? Yeah, so there was. Well, the, all you know was that there was about halfway through this tunnel, there was uh, at least in the bigature, there wasn't much information there. There was a, a what looked like a square uh, that was raised up uh, from the ground, just a little bit. So you don't know if it's uh, a symbol of a pressure plate or just something, but it definitely felt like a trap to you. Okay, I'm going to explain that. And I'm also going to use my gust cantrip to try and disperse some of this fog away. Mm. Okay, great. Oh, that's Yeah, that's perfect. Um, uh, who Who's going to be leading this at the front with Casimir? So Casimir is going to be obviously near the front. Is anyone American with you with the far, the wind or Bill? Are you? Yeah, the I'll, I'll be behind him. 
You're going to be behind him? Okay, great. I was going to say to Casimir, Casimir, why don't you let Morley or I be at the front? Uh, he's he's eager to he's so so eager he can he can just taste how close. His... I know you're eager, but <laughs> for us to be successful here. Okay, okay, absolutely, Bill. Please, um, Bill. What I'll get from you is um, just a a perception check. Uh, actually, from both Bill and Morley um, at the front there, um, and with advantage, with advantage, since you both oh, know that there's there's something. Uh, that you're looking for, basically. That American has mentioned there's something ahead. She just doesn't know where it is. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because my first roll was in that one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm just going to roll it twice because I can't figure out where to put advantage. 13 plus 9, 22 for me. Okay, perfect, perfect. Um, and what did you roll there, Bill? 20 for me. Nice, 15 plus 5. Okay, great. Um yeah, make sure you move your tokens along for this one. Um, I'll move Morley and Bill up to uh, a certain point here. Um, you guys all make your way very slowly and carefully along this tunnel uh, through the darkness. Um, ignore this. Uh, ignore that the map is... I, I don't know if you've seen that, but it looks like the map sort of continues in a south angle just ignore that um that is a wall what you're seeing is uh what happens if you move a step forward basically as you get closer um to this midpoint of this tunnel or what you can only assume is the midpoint you see a weird um square panel on the ground beneath you and it's about it's about 10 feet uh long um and it looks instead of stone it looks to be some kind of uh, metal surface um and it looks like if it wasn't for Merican's uh, gust cantrip that she's been using, it would have been very easy to just miss this completely thanks to the fog um, just floating along the surface. The, the, the big snort. That was, that, the, the gust. that was the gust. That was the gust. What? Sorry. Wasn't it? Sorry, that was me. That's all right. That's all good. Um, but, but you can see now what looks like uh, um, uh, 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 like almost maybe two metal... Um, pieces like it might, it might open up if enough weight is put on it. Ooh. Hold, hold up, everyone! This here, this is must be American. What you're talking about? It's just in front of us. <gasps> trap door? A trap? You're half right. Yeah, it definitely, it definitely looks like some kind. Like it would open with enough weight, some kind of trap door down to who knows where. Um, be and is it jumping distance to get over it? Well, it's only six, this tunnel is only six foot high, so jumping you might have to maybe like dive across, but it's ten feet, so it's maybe oh, three three oh. meters. Oh no, that won't. I do. think you can jump your strength, but that would. Mm, How that would can you jump height. though if the if the ceiling is so low? We'll have to think more cleverly. About How far can it. someone dive without uh, vertical? Yeah. yeah. If it's if it's Mario, you have to run, slide, and then jump. Is it Mario? <laughs> it is now. <laughs> and we break the brick above us. <laughs> I did some... <laughs> oh, we might get coins. We need some of those. <laughs> I say we use reliable entangle if no one has a better idea. If we had a very long mirror, we could place it over it. <laughs> only... Entangle, if you think that will work, it's a fab- fantastic idea. 
it would still be perilous, but surely. Unless anyone has a better idea. Ooh. Nope. Sounds great. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I can. Yeah, I can do. Leave it. Are the, oh, here's a good question. Are all the um, walls and stuff in here? Uh, are they like stone walls and mm. floors and ceilings? Yeah, yeah. It's all stone. Damn it. No, no mold earth. It's possible. Hmm. Although, oh, I could use one of my fancy spells. Wait, this is so, when, what was, what was that spell that you detested that was like become one with stone or something? That would have been great right now. No, it wouldn't. It's oh. No, that's what you don't get. It's <laughs> so useless. But yeah. I do. into stone. Meld into stone. I have a transmutation spell that might be useful. It is oh. called Stone Shape. I could touch a oh. stone object of medium size or smaller and shape it to my purpose. Oh, yeah. So you could make step some little something. steps. Hmm. Okay. Or climbing handles. <laughs> yeah. I wanna has anyone seen Ninja Warrior when they have to like put their hands either side of the wall and their legs either side of the wall and then they like use their upper body strength to like shimmy along? Mm-hmm. That's an option. Do that. that, is. that. <gasps> you could form a step. No. Yes. <laughs> All right. This is definitely a very exciting moment for me as a druid. I've never I love the idea of you like conjuring up a stone and then we're all like shimmying down the side like bypassing it. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just want to do this. I saw it on the engine. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. You Are you like slip passive- and crack your head on the step? <laughs> and then down the hole. Sorry. Um, I'm... Uh, Thoughts? Oh, definitely do the stone thing. I was totally <laughs> joking about <laughs> the shimmying. Okay, I'm going to reach out to the wall and I'm going to mysteriously shape it using a druidic words and magical hand symbols. What do you, what do, you do with to, the walls? Um, I'm going to basically f- use... Because it says I have like I'm limited to the dimensions I can use, so I just make a big step come forming out of the wall horizontally that we could walk across safely. Okay, I can't leave it one. <laughs> sure, I make it structurally sound using a solid engineering principle. Perfect. That's part. Uh, that's part of the chant in Elvish. Yeah, the yeah. I can salt on it as well. So, oh, thank you. So. You can you can sort of reach out and touch a, a part of the wall, right? And you create this mm-hmm. sort of stone that uh, emerges out into a bit of a step. Is that what it is? Is that what you're trying to do? Yeah, that's what I was thinking of doing. All right, so you have one step and it's arms reach away. Um, what? I'd make it, can it not go across the whole thing? Or well, it looks, oh, can I only make it go in the middle? You can, well, it can only... Uh, it can move in five foot in any dimension and form into any shape that suits your purpose, right? So it depends. Okay. I, I need you to sort of maybe tell me what you do with five foot of stone. Okay, well, I make a five foot wide step, so it's not going to cover the whole trapdoor. So we have to jump over the two and a half feet. Which is which is just a long right? stride. Yeah, it's just a long stride. That's that's pretty yeah. safe. Yeah. So I just make a step in the middle of the trapdoor that we can spring across. Okay, great. Mm. Okay, great. 
Um, you this do is it. actually exactly. the perfect solution. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's actually, you know what? If the st- if the trap door is made of stone, I could just seal it shut. Uh, actually, it's, it's made of metal. The 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 trap Oh door. right, okay. Yeah. Ooh, the druid's nemesis. <laughs> oh no, I could never. I would only heat that, never shape it. <laughs> uh, okay, great. You, you do exactly that, and the the stone is formed. Um, it's it's an easy. Just a stride over onto it, and then a stride over onto the other side of this uh, this trap. Level ten. Oh, and, and one Warriors. more thing about this, I, I forgot to mention that it looks very cool. Okay, good. Uh, and it's forever. It's a forever thing. Um, cool. Yeah. Great. Perfect. You've saved many a death now. I think for anyone <laughs> making their ways through this part of Ravenloft. <laughs> um, okay. Great. Yeah. You all. You will uh, slowly make your way across, I guess, I guess, if that's what you want to do. Strauss has been losing <laughs> butlers left, right, and center. <laughs> so this Still one bit. They'll be like, that was actually a really good idea. <laughs> I should have sealed that up myself. <laughs> I've been meaning to look at that. <laughs> one of those things, you know, you never get around to. Uh, <laughs> The osh, they're always on me about it. <laughs> I tell them next week. <laughs> um, right. Are we good? We proceed down the passageway proudly. Okay, great. I do a large stride. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, you continue making your way uh, down this fog-filled corridor until you can see uh, in the distance another stone slab of a door uh, blocking the exit of this corridor. The only way out now, other than back from where you came. American, you know exactly what's on the other side of this door. Um, but you don't know what's on this side. You know what's on the other side of the bigotry, I guess. You're not really... That, that <laughs> mm-hmm. uncertainty of what could be behind this door now that you're in front of it is uh, it's filling you with a little uncertainty. You're in... Ravenloft, you're in, or you're about to be in the catacombs of uh, Strahd's domain. Um, and Casimir, I say to the party, we are about to be in the catacombs of Strahd's domain. Oh. <laughs> no, I mean we we knew that, but <laughs> the reality is quite. But the dramatic announcement, yeah, yeah. It really put the fear of God into me. <laughs> um, Casimir walks forward to the door. Um, Morley, can you help me with this? And he goes to, because it looks quite heavy, this five foot tall, three uh, foot wide slab of very imposing looking stone. I, I'm quite weak, but I'll give it a go. <laughs> Just give me. <laughs> <laughs> Hang Morley's on, I'm going to say, say, Morley, no, you're not weak. I believe in you. And I place my hand on his shoulder and cast the cantrip guidance. Please roll that. a d4, Morley. Oh, wow. All right. Three. Is that good? Um, add you that to, add that to a roll. strength roll. Oh, okay. Excellent. All right. <laughs> 16 plus three. Uh, perfect. Um, 19. You, you lean into it. Um, Casimir is really struggling. It seems he's got lost a little bit of that strength with that uh, uh, the, the decomposing that seems to be hitting him. Um, but the door uh, creaks open. Uh, that stone against stone sound sort of scrapes. Um, as you open up into this room, um, buried deep beneath the keep of Ravenloft lie these ancient catacombs with arch ceilings high above you, supported by wide hollow columns that double as crypts. Cobwebs hang limp 
in the musty air, and a thick fog clings to the floor, which is covered, covered in putrid waste. The, the, the black ceiling above you is moving. <gasps> um, so it's, it's just, it's, it's, it smells of death, it smells of shit, it smells absolutely grotesque as you step into this room. If anyone's been to the catacombs in Rome, but uh, <laughs> it's nicer than this. <laughs> um, Casimir turns to uh, motion Bill and Merican um, and the Baron forward um, with a hat finger to his lips. He's trying to make sure everyone is still quiet. Um, and he notices, he, he sees something on the door and he, he looks at it. And Morley, you see him uh, looking at it. it looks like a small plaque um, and inscribed on the plaque on the do- very door that you opened it says herein lie the ones who walk the pay- uh, path of pain and torment just inscribed on, on a plaque on that door um, it's not completely quiet in here either you do hear the chittering of, of bats above you uh, and that must be what is that blackness moving on the roof above you um, there's also there's also the occasional um, screech or wail, just this feminine uh, ghostly coming from somewhere within the catacombs, and it's just intimate. It sounds like it's in pain, um, and then it sounds like it's angry, and it just sounds it just it's just the very sound of it. Um, it just gets to you. It fills your very soul with uh, dread but you're not sure where it's coming from but it it feels like maybe uh, maybe it's muted thanks to the walls of one of these crypts well we've come this far Molly takes a couple of steps forward um, yeah Molly you, you step out around this first column in front of you and now you're looking down uh, off to the east into the darkness and you're now seeing what Mirakun originally described to you just uh, column after column into the darkness and the closest one ahead of you on the right uh is another one of these these enormous stone doors uh and you can see a plaque um on that one as well um and what does that one say you you walk <laughs> over let's place you in front of it uh you walk over to this this doorway and um inscribed on this one it just says duchess dorfnia de la Sinha. the name doesn't ring any bell to me. Um, and then you, you look off to your right at the next closest and there's another door with another plaque on it and you think each of these columns is likely to have a door each of these columns is likely to have a plaque and somewhere somewhere in this catacombs possibly could be Casimir's sister Morley, yes does it look like uh, it's an alphabetical order or some sort of Dewey, Dewey Decimal system. Dewey I, decimal? Don't, I, don't know. I don't know what that is, <laughs> Brian. But um, the first person began with D, so I, I doubt it, unless no one from A, B, or C has died. What's that one down there, then? Is the, to your closer to us. Oh, why don't you sneak on over and take a look, Brian? <clears throat> no, it's it's okay. Casimir, I'll do it. Casimir, close. Um, Casimir sort of darts around uh, the first... Uh, um, column in front of him and then peeks his head back around says, uh, this one says Artista de Slop, the court ceiling painter. 
we're um that's weird that's weird we're looking we're looking for, <laughs> it's if, jovial all of a sudden <laughs> <laughs> so weird, man. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> He's close to his sister, isn't he? He's a giddy. Um, yeah, yeah. And he, he, he comes in close and he's just whispering to, to Mirican. We're looking. My sister's name is Petrina. We're looking for Petrina. Petrina, what's your last name? Oh, my last <laughs> name? <laughs> Me? <laughs> Me, the, the one who's right here? Uh, I know Casimir's <laughs> last uh, Casimir, I know Casimir's last name, definitely. Casimir. Uh, well, the funny thing, Casimir, I, I, my sister's last name is Vel- uh, Velikovna. Patrina Velikovna. Patrina Velikovna. Patrina Velikovna. American. American. I've got an idea. Do you remember when you crafted that owl that you could see through? That you could see through what the owl saw? Maybe if you created another owl, you could send the owl flying around reading all these plaques really quickly. And like then a, we sending would a drone out almost. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I think I shall. Peepers. Oh, no, that's not his name. That's a ridiculous name. Peepers. <laughs> Peeper. Peepers was his name, wasn't it? I, I shan't Peeper. do it n- anymore. No. <laughs> I shan't do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it really tickled me. <laughs> In the depths of Strahd's castle. You've done it now. <laughs> I'm going home. <laughs> oh shit! Yes. No, no. I'll what is that its one name? Side. I don't know. It's Katrina <laughs> It sounds like a bit of a scam. That he's got his ear on false pretenses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Doesn't even know her last name. It's, it's been a while since I've seen her. Uh, Velikovna. Yes. <laughs> All right, I am. That is a really good idea. So I am going to um, expend a use of wild shape to cast the find the familiar spell. Find familiar, and I'm going to summon an owl that is not named Peepers. <laughs> Miracle, that's is. amazing. What's its name? Just give me a minute. (laughs) It's not easy. Owly. (laughs) Owly. Owl Capone. I like the idea of like Peepers is ridiculous, but I end up calling him something like Fluffy. (laughs) Something with dignity. Um, So, yeah. a fey owl appears, and I see through its eyes as it scans. Okay, so tell me, are, are you looking for um, just the name uh, Petrina Velikovna, or are you just looking for, uh, do you want like a list of uh, the names that it comes across, of anything that might be of interest? Um, I'll chant them softly under my breath as I see them, so all of my companions hear the names. Okay, great. Um, and you just want to go top down, left to right? Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> okay, great. The owl, uh, and it, while it's doing this, are you guys doing anything as well? Or, you know, just waiting just to hear what this owl does. All right. So it all, I'm doing this because yeah, it looks yeah. cool. American hits her pose and her eyes widen as she starts seeing <laughs> through the eyes of the owl familiar. Um, and 
The rest of you are just standing in quiet while this owl flies to the north, uh, kicking up um, bits of fog from the ground as it does. And the uh, screaming and the wailing coming from somewhere within this room um, echoes and bounces around through this room. Uh, the first name uh, that you ignore straight away is this Artista de Slop. Um, Got all that one, Peters. <laughs> uh, the next one you see is Lady Isold Yunk, also known as Isold the Incredible, purveyor of antiques and imports, written on the crypt. Ooh. Uh, Prince Ariel Duplumet, also known as Ariel the Heavy. Uh Artank Swilovich, <laughs> friend and member fat of... Shamed. <laughs> me- He's been wow. fat-shamed in death forever. Friend and member of the Barovian Wine Distillers Guild. Uh, and then you, the, the, he turns a corner and starts darting back uh, your way. Tasha Petrovna, healer of kings, light unto the west, servant companion. Uh, Sir Leonid Krushkin also known as Sir Lee the Crusher. Bigger than life, he loved his jewellery. Crypt 9 in the middle uh, of this path. Uh, it says, Piddlewick, fool of Dorfnia. Uh, the next one is Duchess Dorfnia de Lisnia, as, as Morley knows. Um, and then flies up next to Morley. Um, and uh, actually, say Morley, we won't put you there because that involves a lot of other stuff right now. Um, flies past this other crypt, uh, that, that has the door broken and shattered on the ground. That's why. It wouldn't, I don't want to do anything with that quite yet. Um, and continues its its march down. Uh, the next crypt, what you're seeing through its eyes, King Katsky, also known as Katsky the Bright, ruler, inventor, and self-proclaimed time traveler. Uh, Starble Indibark, a truer friend no ruler ever had. Here lies his family in honor. Um, Kazan is written on the next crypt. Kazan. Kazan. We know him. Uh, Kazan, his word was power. Uh, written there. Baron. And he uh, owned a tower. <laughs> uh, the next one. Elsa Falona von Twitterberg, beloved actor. She had many followers written on this Twitterverse. <laughs> and she had many followers. Twitterberg. Twitterberg. The next one, Sasha Ivliskova, and it's just got written after that the word wife. Um, <laughs> the next one, Artemis, Artemis, builder of the keep, thou standest, uh, standest among, amidst the monument to his life. Uh, the next one, the crypt door has been just laid to one side. Um, and what you're seeing through a, a swirly mists of the fog, freshly engraved letters spell out the words, Irina Kiliova, uh, Kiliana, wife. Oof. Uh, oh. The next one, Petrina Velikovna, bride. Oh, jackpot. Bride. Do what? What? Petrina Velikovna, bride. bride. Uh, remember, she was going to marry Strad, remember? Do you want peepers to continue, or now that they've found that one is. These, is are, he, these are gold. His name's he, not Peepers. What is, is he, his name? Are you bringing him back now? It's It's been a few minutes already. Um, is he coming back now that he's found that, or is he just continue? Um, no, he's going to come back because we're going to head straight there, surely. Okay. Uh, yeah, oh you call God. You call your familiar. I don't know its name. Does your um, familiar see this wailing thing? Oh, yeah. Can you, hear, can you hear what it hears or just see what it sees? Yes, I can hear what it hears. 
the screaming uh, that you've been hearing as this as your familiar has been flying zigzag through these catacombs um, has only gotten louder and is at its peak outside the walls of the final crypt it found itself outside of. Katrina. Mm-hmm. Oh. Ooh. Okay. Let's go see your sister, Casimir. You'll be just what she needs to cheer her up. <laughs> I'm just getting some information from me here. I'm going to let Phaedriel, the familiar owl, perch upon my shoulder. Okay, great. Yeah, you've... Uh, it flies back and perches on on top of your shoulder. Does it emit any sort of light? Is it kind of lighting up in anything with its famous? Um, I don't think so. I th- I like to think of it as see through in a way, but I don't know if that's true. Okay. Um, you start hitting <laughs> uh, towards this. Uh, you start hitting south and sort of zigzagging towards um, this this crypt. Um, the first, the, the first issue that you see is that... Oh, it's not an issue. The first crypt that you go past, you notice that the stone door of the crypt lies on the floor. Uh, it's inscription obscured by the fog on the ground. The crypt gates open, uh, and a skull, some bones, and a few bits of rusted armor lie atop a marble slab with a leering stone gargoyle squatting at each end. That's what you're seeing um, in this crypt here. And if I'm going to ready it. A dodge action or something. Can can I do that? Just you can. In case yeah, something yeah, jumps yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. Are you just going to, so just you're preparing it, but you're just making your way past. Is that right? Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. You just continue um, past, ready. You sort of give it a wide berth as well as you make your way down past it and nothing, the gargoyles don't move. Nothing, nothing happens. Um, are the rest of I'm you f- following along behind? What I'll do is I'll move uh, American's token. You're welcome to follow along as she as she heads south um baron baron yes. couldn't you be couldn't you be bringing all these mighty warriors of the past back oh i could talk to them but i don't think i could bring them back to um, undeath no i wish what look i know i know i signed up for this whole thing but it turns out um <laughs> It's not all it's cracked up to be, apparently. And you'd think I could do a whole bunch like that. I practice. I've been reading my books, but nothing. Okay. Oh, didn't didn't mean to touch a sore spot. Well, you have. American, you're you're continuing quietly, and you can hear this this wailing and screaming, uh, slowly getting louder as you make your way through. There's still just so much darkness uh, around you. Every the twists and turns of these catacombs are quite daunting and while um you made your way through with ease while you're in spider form and the the bigature thanks to the light pouring in this is an all new level of uh um, overt pressure and and, uh, darkness and then you you spot the door of this crypt that you recognize from your uh familiar's vision and casimir is has been um close to your side this entire time following you step by step as he now nears uh, the door um, of this crypt and he reads out loud what you know this crypt to read uh, Petrina Velikovna Bride and the big stone door in front of him same as any of the others in here three foot wide five foot tall and heavy as hell he asks you for your help Merican to try and 
uh, pry this door open. Okay. Uh, give us a strength roll, please. You get to go with advantage as well. Indeed. Shoot, I forgot to put guidance on. Oh, well. That's... I rolled a 13 plus 1 and a 20 plus 1. Nice. Um, you both hold on to the door and pry the door open. And again, that stone against stone scraping. And from the darkness uh, within this, this uh, 10 by 10 foot crypt comes a horrifying visage. A spectral elf maiden, twisted by the horrors of her undead existence. She wails, and the very sound claws at your soul. She just darts forward with her claws out, ready to attack. Casimir puts one hand out in front of him, closes his eyes, and places his hand into the ghostly mess of his sister. (laughs) 